Amen. Amen. Well, we are, um, this is our uh, starting in uh, to our semester um, study on Proverbs. If you go ahead and turn there. Um, and last week we did an, um, an introduction uh, to Proverbs, uh, speaking about how we should think uh, about that. And the main thing I want you uh, to get out of Proverbs is the, um, the everydayness, right, of the wisdom. And so, um, uh, there we go, one more. One more. Uh, and, we, and this, I think, was uh, the most helpful uh, quote, and so I just wanted to revisit this from last week, and, I, and I'm hoping that this will um, give us uh, an anchor point in how we should view uh, the Proverbs. And so it says, uh, and so it says this, uh, Wisdom is skill, expertise, competence that understands how life really works, how to achieve uh, successful and even beautiful results. So as we, uh, we all need instruction. Uh, and particularly everyday instruction. We have instruction in, uh, as we've gone through our lives from our mothers, our fathers, our friends, sometimes that's not the best advice, right? They haven't lived a long time, and they're like, yeah, this is how you should do in a dating relationship. I say, have you ever dated anybody? No, no, but this is what you should do. I read it. Um, and, so, uh, and so we all take kind of the, that information in different ways, uh, but so often we don't turn specifically to the Proverbs and say, God, I've got a lot to learn. What can you teach me here about everyday life? How can I uh, live right with skill, expertise, and confidence? And that is what God wants for us. So today, you should be so excited. We're going to talk about our speech, right? Anybody a good speaker with all their speech? <laughs> I would say if there's anything that I personally need instruction in or just haven't had a ton of, it's in my speech and in the, in the specifics of um, what I say and how I should think about that. So... Um, I think those will be helpful uh, for all of us. So there are a lot of things that we do during a given day, but no, nothing we do more than talk. It has been estimated that we have upwards of 700 conversations in a given day. Anybody think that they have more than that? Anybody think they have less? What? <laughs> Anybody specifically have more than Kitty has or less than Drew? <laughs> Anybody, anybody in between? But what if we counted, what if we counted our, uh, our interaction on social media? Would that increase it? Decrease it? All right, so first question, you can, um, you can uh, talk amongst yourselves on this one, uh, just real quick. Um, what percentage of your conversation, if on the record, would you be okay with keeping? So let's say if somebody's sitting there typing out everything you say, and then you hand it to them and you have a black Sharpie and you can redact, right, everything that you want to, uh, how much of that conversation would you keep? Maybe we'll even include thoughts, right, our self-talk. You're like, oh, um, no. <laughs> So then we got one question, how much would you keep, right? The other question is, how much would you be proud of, right? Two different questions. We'll allow that. And they're like, that's pretty good. <laughs> so talk about yourselves just real quick. All right, so. Matthew, what, what, what would you say? What percentage of your conversation just off the cuff would you keep on the record? 
Is this on the record? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, awesome. That's great. Let's give it up for Matthew. Well done. <laughs> All right, somebody else. Be brave, be, be honest. Okay, it's pretty high. All right, so let's switch it. This is, this is just on the record. This is just the on the record stuff. We'll allow it. <laughs> All right, but how much are we proud of? Does the, does the number drop? It does. We'll just say, we'll just stay with that. It drops. <laughs> All right. So does God care what we say? He totally does. Uh, we act like he doesn't or live like he doesn't sometimes. Absolutely, I do. I forget. I'm like, oh, wait, he cares. But kind of in the same headspace, how much of our speech would he sign off on? How much of, uh, how much of our speech would he be proud of? A little harder question. It's not as jovial <laughs> as we're thinking about it. All right, so let's keep that in mind. So as we're thinking uh, kind of in this headspace now, right, um, we need to be thinking, what is the wisdom that should govern our communication, right? The nature of it, right, its frequency and its content. If you're like me, um, you know, I can think of a few things uh, that people have told me about my speech. You know, something, uh, let me think, something to the likes of, uh, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. People say that, but they don't do that. Um, you know, uh, don't curse someone out in public. I don't think anybody said that to me, but like you've seen it done. You're like, no, oh, I'm probably not going to do that. That's not the best look. Um, but there's just not a lot of instruction, right, that we've really been given. We're just kind of doing the best we can, and everyone uh, is getting some good out of it. But a lot of it is, um, is not great uh, as far as like what we think and what we do. So, uh, so the first thing we want to think about is let's remember where our speech comes from, and it doesn't come from anywhere. So the first idea we want to talk about is this idea of linking our heart with our tongue. And so this is kind of by what way of remembrance, uh, we want to look at a couple things. Where God reminds us through Solomon that our hearts, minds, is the same thing in Scripture, uh, is that from which we speak. And our speech is a marker of our character, Okay. And so whatever the content of your uh, uh, speech is, it's okay, right? But just know, like, that's you. It's not like somebody else is kind of speaking through me, like I get full credit <laughs> or full condemnation uh, from what I say, and those things come from my character. Uh, so uh, a helpful author, if you've never heard this name, is just a, a pastor that wrote on prayer, but he said this about our, the link between our heart and, uh, and our tongue, particularly uh, conduct says conduct is what we do character is what we are conduct is the outward life character is the life unseen hidden within yet evidenced by that which is seen conduct is external seen from without character is internal operating from within in God's economy of grace conduct is the offspring of character character is the state of the heart conduct is outward expression character is the root of the tree conduct the fruit it bears Right, speech falls in the realm of conduct. Right, it comes from in here. Right, heart, mind. 
Now, as we're thinking about uh, kind of our speech in, uh, in our realm of conduct, uh, it really is interesting as we think about the breadth of what we say, that we can say the sweetest, most encouraging, nicest things anyone's ever said, as pithy and as eloquent as has ever been uttered. And we can say the crassest, most ridiculous, hurtful things, and a lot in, in, the one, in one conversation, right? From one spectrum to the other, the scope, uh, and so that shows the complexity, right, that is our character. That we can do both of those things. Uh, so let's uh, look uh, just at one verse um, that Matthew says, and then we'll look at um, Proverbs. So Matthew 12, 33 through 37. Somebody want to read this one? You can read it off the screen or um, out of your Bible. You to make the tree, oh, sorry. You to make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. You're brought up by first. How can you be evil? Speak what is good for you. For your mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good of man brings out of. Sorry, I can't see it. That's all right. His good treasure. Uh, the good of man brings out what is good of treasure, what is good. And the evil man brings out of his evil treasure, what is evil. <clears throat> but I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an accounting for it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Thank you. So I didn't realize, yeah, the red is hard to, hard to read up there. So I want you to pay special attention um, to the underlined part and to the red part if you can see it or if you're looking there um, in your Bible. Right, so he's speaking to the Pharisees and he's trying to give them instruction, not to all the Pharisees, just, just a group. And he calls them vipers, right, ones um, that's not nice, right, but he's being very direct with them. And ask them this question, how can you, being evil, speak of what is good? And he is talking about this idea, right, of we speak out of our heart. The things that, uh, that they say and have been saying is a direct indication of their character. For the mouth speaks out of what fills the heart. And verse 35 says, the good man brings out of his good treasure what is good, and the evil man brings out of the evil treasure what is evil. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an account for it. So as we think about, um, as we think about our, our speech, I should also be in the space of, I want you to think about uh, things that people have said to you that have given you life. People share the gospel with you, but there are things that you can think of probably from when you were 5, 9, 12, 15, right, that people said that really was encouraging you. Can you think right now of something that somebody said that was really encouraging to you uh, in years past. Yes? Yeah? And so you can also think of things that people have said that was really hurtful. Correct? And so we see, as we think about that, we can think of the power of the tongue. This is not something that we are um, unaware of, but we're not aware of it as much probably as we need to be. Amen? Only when I get praised for something good or remember what somebody said to me or somebody said to me something that I wish they hadn't have said. And so a person of righteous character speaks immensely valuable things. 
But the person of unrighteous character speaks things of little worth. And let's look at a couple of uh, Proverbs here, and I'll let you uh, kind of kick these around amongst yourself. So the first one is um, Proverbs 10.20. It says, The tongue of the righteous is a choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is worth little. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver, the heart of the wicked is worth little. And I'll have these all up together. The second one I want you to consider is there is gold and an abundance uh, there is gold and an abundance of jewels but the lips of knowledge are a more precious thing. Right? Lips that know how to give knowledge that is needed, right? Wisdom. And then lastly, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Okay? So I want you to spend a, um, uh, spend a little bit of time uh, on uh, these three, and I want you to write down a couple of things um, as we're thinking about like what, uh, what were some times that you treated your words as valuable and what were some times that you did or not. And this can be a couple times this week. You don't need to go super in-depth with it. And then as you read these scriptures, I want you to uh, talk with your neighbor. Uh, what are a few revelations that um, been brought to mind as you consider, again, the valuable and invaluable things you say, and then a few revelations that are brought to mind um, as you read uh, these uh, proverbs about our speech. Okay? So take a minute to do that. All right, so if you've had a minute to uh, just kind of think about some valuable uh, sayings, and sometimes when you have treated your words as, um, as not very valuable, so what I mean by revelations is um, when we are faced with new information and we think about how we operate, what are some things that, uh, things that come to mind about uh, your, uh, how you use speech in your life? Everyone does this differently, okay? Uh, where sometimes there are many, many words. Sometimes there are not very many. Sometimes this is the way that we communicate. Sometimes this is the way we communicate. So uh, talk with your neighbor uh, as you're thinking about those things and the scriptures. Uh, and so take a minute just to talk with them about some things that come to mind when, you, uh, when you're kind of faced with your, how you communicate regularly. Okay? So, um, so I'll start. Uh, some, things, some things that I see... Uh, that are revelations to me is uh, my inconsistency. Um, that there are some high highs, meaning there are times when I treat my words as valuable, as highly valuable, and there's some low lows where I don't. I'm not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to treat um, my words in all situations as if they're highly valuable. Somebody else. Just share what you said. <laughs> Yes, East. Um, it really isn't true at all. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Somebody else. Other revelations. Yeah. Mm. The harder it is to actually speak up about how I feel about mm. mm. That's very honest. I agree. I agree. People yeah. think that like certain things I say, well, that's just not me. That's just, you know, I was just happy other people. <laughs> but that's literally not true. But that is me. It's just when I'm around other people, I happen to have more of a filter. Yep. 
So think about what we say if, there was a, if there's a hose, right, from our heart to our mouths. Uh, most of the times we're uh, decent uh, in kind of holding a kink, right, on it. And so when we have strong emotion, what we're doing is we're letting go of that kinked hose. And it just, you know, it just comes out. And some of you, uh, yeah, know exactly what I'm talking about. And you're like, no, that's not me. It's like, no, that is you. You've been putting a filter or a plug on it, right? And that is hard to fathom because there's no, I didn't mean it. It's like, no, that's exactly what you meant. You just are sad that they feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so uh, you know, Renee and I will, will say hurtful things to each other. Most often, our, our, in our phase of life currently, our, our poor speech is aimed at our children, right? And um, there's lots of ways to say, go clean up your room. You know, there's lots of tones and lots of different words you could use. <laughs> lots of, you know, I won't go into that. But, um, but yet, I think that's a great point, right? That, that oftentimes, it really isn't kind of the, the idea of what we're trying to express, right? It is the, the force, the tone, the words we use, the, just the unkindness that comes with the idea that we're trying to get across. Yeah, that's great. Maybe one more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so that's um, that's really helpful. Thank you, guys, for sharing. Um, so, at this point, right before we go into kind of some specific um, teachings, we're just going to go over kind of three verses. Um, you know, we ask ourselves two questions. You know, do I want to to be skilled and have expertise and be competent in speaking what is valuable, right? To change, you've got to answer that question. Like, so you know. Right, that God wants you, not again, just to be okay at it or better than you are, but he wants you to have great skill, right? He wants you to be competent at speaking truth, right? Speaking what needs to be said at the right moment, right? He wants you to have expertise. And so, so that's the question for each of us. That's a question for myself. Do I want, right, to be skilled, be competent, and have expertise uh, in speaking what is valuable, and the second question is, if I'm going to have to give an account to God for what I say, do I care? Right? I uh, mean, what a hard question if we ask, uh, hey, this next week, uh, Nichols' children, if you'll just give me some feedback <laughs> and just give me an account of how we engage with you. Um, if I thought about that, if they got their little, yes, yes, Daddy, what would you like from me as he's holding his little, as he's holding his little uh, what are those things called, clipboard? Right? Trying to value it. Let me hear it. Okay, that's pretty good. 
But do we care? Because as we look at individuals, I think that is uh, the, the markers, right? When I care, man, like when grandma's there, like I'm watching what I say, right? When my boss is there, when my uh, whoever I hold in high esteem or whoever I want to think the best of me, right? Whoever that is to you, you know what I'm talking about? Man, we are just like watching every word and we're not super gregarious, right? We are, we are very, very, very careful. And yet there's other times when I could give a rip about what comes out of my mouth. And that really holds it. Do I care or do I not, right? About the things that I have to give account for. That's hard. That's really hard because I want it to be something else. I want there to be some other excuse than whether I care or not. And there really isn't anything. Right? So let's, um, so let's talk about then um, uh, three verses. I'm going to talk about the ways we communicate. They matter and they are powerful. Right? In the very same hour, I can say, um, I can't believe they said that. Or can you look at this tweet? Or look at this news article. I can't believe that they said that and yet me say something equally terrible and then we're like, I was just kidding. That's fine. Right? You know this phenomenon? So we want, so we don't give anyone else grace for anything they've said some 10, 12 years ago. Isn't this fun? It's like, hey, as a 15-year-old, I said this on my Twitter account. <laughs> Right, I'm a 35-year-old man or 35-year-old woman. Let me hold you to account for something idiotic that you said that long ago. And yet, if I say it, right, I want all the grace in the world. And we want those things both to be true, don't we? Because it feels good to hold somebody for account. Well, you said it. It said, you know. And yet, oh, you know I was kidding, right? I'm so sorry I made you feel that way. So, we, so in the words that we say, we know it matters. Our conversations convey information, tone, and the motivation when we speak. So what is the nature of the information we want to get across, and what types of things do we ask about? These are good questions. So the first concept, and we'll just have three, is the idea of the boundaries of accountability. Have you ever noticed how much power you have in conversations? That you can share, right? Like you decide what you share, but you also decide if someone shares something that's outside of some bounds, like you have, it's like, nah, we're not going to talk about that, or I don't want to hear that, or whatever, right? Yet as we allow those things, right, we allow the scope of what is acceptable to grow. Right, you talked about this just a minute ago as I just listen right, to the things and I accept that those things are okay for me to hear or for us to talk about, then I permit them. Right? We're very passive in this way. Anybody have any thoughts? Or um, Let's look at the verse here that's talking about this idea. The lips of the righteous bring forth what is acceptable, the mouth of the wicked what is perverted. Right, so that as I understand what's acceptable, right, and I hold that line, that I teach others to do so as well. Right, but there are others, right, that are going to not have that same line, and how are they going to know, right, what is acceptable or what is not, unless I tell them by what I allow them to listen to, right? We've all done this. There's been times where somebody started telling me a story, I'm like, mm, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't need to hear anything else bad about that person. I already 
struggle <laughs> uh, with, with th thinking bad about that person, right? And other times I'm like, oh, I hate that person too. Give it to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't they suck? Oh, they're awful. <laughs> right? And we love it. We love it. It tastes so good, right, to go and commiserate. Thoughts about that, about how, uh, about how that's hard, about understanding that idea um, of the boundaries of acceptability and what we, what we say we accept and, what, uh, and how we use that. Any thoughts, questions, comments? That's right. That's right. You're with me, man. You're not like that other guy that I'm about to talk about. That's right. That's right. If you'll stay here, I'm going to get somebody else. We're going to point and laugh at you. Like, wow, I tried to get you in, but you didn't want to. No, that's, that is very, that's very insightful, very helpful. Somebody else. We're masters at this, guys. Let's, let's bring the knowledge. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Interesting. I need to start doing that. I haven't, I haven't been doing that. <laughs> no. Somebody else. That, yeah. But we do that mentally, right? Emotionally, we're like, I'm just going to sit here and chew. I'm looking at you. Yeah, I remember what you said. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I remember. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna think about it some more, I'm gonna be mad some more. The hard part about that is like when, because some of my coworkers will like come to me with like, you know, drama. Mm-hmm. And I've always just been like not, I was a cheerleader in high school, like you know how it is, like I've been around that a lot, so I've always been very anti-that, but at the same time they, if I don't want to talk about it, then they act like, oh, I don't care about them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's a really good question because it, it's subtle, right? Because as I'm listening, I'm trying to determine if, if I care, right? Is this gossip? Is this something that they're just relaying information? Because it's a subtle shift about like we could just be telling me, informing me about something, and then that can slip into oh, well, did you hear about this about this other thing? You know, and so um, that that's pretty difficult. Um, what, what I have tried to do, because I don't know what the best way either, is just try different things and see what works in different situations. Trying to be kind, not saying, hey, I don't, just saying, hey, before we get into this, I've, I maybe said this one time, uh, before we get into this, you know, what, what's the motive behind our conversation? Or just to be thinking about, what's the motive behind this conversation? If it is to be helpful or to inform, that's, that's fine. I mean, because we can be kind about when we stop the conversation versus like, you're a terrible person. I can't believe you talk about that. I never talk about that. You know, and they're like, uh, you know, like that, that's unkind because they're not thinking. Um, so yeah, just trying stuff and they'll, they'll give you uh, instant feedback. <laughs> instant feedback. Really good question. Anybody else? Other thoughts? Good stuff. All right. Uh, so let's look at um, the second one. 
we need to think about our motivations in, in, in each interaction. So this goes with what um, Callie was talking about. Proverbs 11.9, with his mouth the godless man destroys his neighbor, uh, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. So when we think about this, when we seek to, um, when we talk about others, right, like I can, um, as I'm looking at Clayton, there's all kinds of stuff I could say about Clayton, okay? Don't laugh. There's like, there's lots of good stuff. Most of it is good. But think about anybody that we know, however much we know about them or however little, right? There's stuff that we could say, right? Just looking at them, you know, there's lots of comments we could say. But, right, what are our motivations, right, for saying what we choose to say, right? A lot of times we're just yapping at the mouth, right? We're trying to make somebody laugh. We're trying to join in the fun. We're just, you know, again, but what is it? And so we're, we're faced with this, the wisdom here, that the godless man, the one who doesn't care, right, just destroys the neighbor. Um, I was really good at this in high school and college until the Lord started convicting me. This was my main mode of conversation, was basically just making fun of people, right? Trying to get other people to laugh at somebody else's expense. It'll slip out every once in a while, (laughs) Um, but I was really, really good at it. Right, I was the godless man who destroyed his neighbor for my own benefit. Just made, I mean, just ruthlessly. They don't even have to hear me. I can just like, see that dude over there? Blah, 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 blah. Ha, 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 ha. You know, they, they never know. And yet, yet, that's what I'm doing. That's what I was doing. That's what I, 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 I don't know how, when the last time I did it, but I, I've, I've done it this month, I'm sure. Yet, but through knowledge, right, understanding the power, right, understanding that, that destroying them, right, was good for me. People thought I was funny. They enjoyed my company because we're making fun of somebody else, whatever. But through knowledge, the righteous will be delivered. Right, that as I understand and that God gave, brought great conviction on me as people started giving me feedback <laughs> around me. Um, all the people that, you know, it was funny unless it was aimed at them, Right. And so as I started to gain that knowledge of right, what righteousness is, right, people started to be delivered from me. People started being delivered from that which was hurtful. So as you think about this idea about thinking about our motivations and what we say, that's pretty hard, right? Think about just in the conversations you had over lunch, right? What were your motivations for having those conversations? pretty eye-opening. A lot of times they're great. They're, they're, they're great conversations that, were, uh, that are very valuable and helpful, right? Oftentimes they're not. So what are your thoughts or um, questions about this one? Being cognizant of right, our motivations in any, each interaction. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. I think so often we choose positions like that was the like whether we're gossiping or indulging in that or making fun of someone's expense or whatever it is, or harshness, or even like I said, the way in which we share something that maybe needs to be said, but we're, you know, kind of like the kids, you know, we're yelling up into their pain or room, but we're saying it in such a way that divides you versus me. That's right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, somebody else. That's good. That's right. Yeah. Both parties. Yeah, because much of my motivation, right, was like, like somebody like me, right, versus like I don't, I don't need that anymore, right, that I'm delivered from understanding that God gives me, right, my identity. I'm not looking to be the guy that's funny, right, at other people's expense. Like, oh, don't, oh, don't cross him, you know, he'll... <laughs> Right, that's an excellent point. Excellent point. Somebody else. I just realized something about this verse. Um, kind of a question more or less, but like when it says, "With his mouth, God will say, destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge, the righteous will be delivered." Is that saying that the person hearing the speech of the wicked man is being delivered from that speech, or is it saying that he's being delivered from speech in that way? I, I think it's both. I mean, I think this is what Ashton is talking about. Right, and what's helpful actually about a lot of the ways in which they're said is the more that we chew on them, right, we'll see like in, in all the ways that that's true. <laughs> because they're typically saying it, as we talked about last week, if you're here, right, Hebrew poetry is, here's the remark, and then there's a clarifying remark often. And so this, this is clarifying and adding some more substance to what's said before, right? So right. But it is through our knowledge, right, that we speak. And so that's why those, because it uses different words, but that is the information, right? The information, the knowledge, the instruction that we're receiving today that I received this week as I'm working through the material and being just convicted <laughs> all over again as I think about how, um, just how often my, my speech is not, not governed uh, by God's wisdom. So great question. All right, and let's look at one more. And, and, and this is the the... The most difficult one, I think, for us and for me um, is the third, the third principle is silence is the best policy concerning others. If there's anything that I thought uh, that was kind of eye-opening to me, and we're just going to look at one verse, uh, but later in the semester we're going to look at conflict and about how most of the time it's our words, right? The conflict is, um, as I was reading, this guy made a point this week. He said, how many people does it take to split up a church of any number? Two. Right, somebody say something and somebody to disagree with them. Right? And so it's, it doesn't, uh, the conflict in our lives, it doesn't have to be this big rousing, this faction against this faction. It can start real small. But almost all of it has to do with our inability for other people to be safe when they're not with us. And I am terrible. I mean, like, this was just, just body blow after body blow as I think about how I've done this really, really poorly. Um, and a lot of it is just from lack of instruction. I've never, you know, there's lots of nuance. Like, well, what about this? What about this? It's like generally silence is the best policy concerning others. Let's look at the, this one scripture. And there's, if there's any scripture that is said the same way over and over again, it's this. He who despises his neighbor lacks sense. So it's talking about just that I am hating someone for whatever dumb or good reason, right? I lack sense. But a person uh, of understanding keeps silent. There's lots of things I can say, but probably none of them that I should say. As I think about all the things I've said, like, did I need to say that? Not even like 2%, <laughs> but I said it. 
He who goes about as a talebearer, love that uh, verbiage there, reveals secrets, but he who uh, is trustworthy conceals the matter. Think about so much of the content of what I say is really just telling people about other people. I mean, dang, like I, I do that. Like so much of my speech is informing others about other people that are not present. And I hope that a lot of that is like down the line information, but man, I'm so concerned. I mean, just so much of my speech, it just concerns others when it, I, I don't know, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of processing that and I'm going to keep processing that. So, um, and, and this will come up in lots of, they're like, we'll, we'll, we'll reveal this thing again. There's lots of nuances about how um, Proverbs talks about this idea of keeping silent and concealing a matter. You know, we're not talking about, we're not talking about um, like out and out sin, but it does talk to us specifically about how to handle that. And there's a like go by themselves. And, you know, there's like it, it talks about kind of uh, at, only at the last possible minute do we reveal sin. And yet uh, we don't, uh, I, I can just speak for myself. Like I do this very, I, I, this is a teaching I need. What are y'all's thoughts about this? This one's hard. I think that's exactly what it means. <laughs> yeah, and, and oftentimes, because there's some, sometimes when I can't feel, like there's some like, what do I say, what do I say, and I can contribute or say a lot, lot of times, like I don't know what to say, so let me not share. And at least you're not furthering right that goal or participating. Um, but I think most often the situation would be in the content or as I'm furthering that, right, I always can say something, but again, as it relates to someone else, we really should like, there needs to be a real good reason why we're sharing with someone else. Listen to this uh, quote, and we'll keep uh, kicking this around, and we'll, we'll, we'll end with this. Uh, this. This one was, mm. with every kind word that goes unconfronted, a reputation dies. Think about, um, as we just share our opinion about something, Generally something that we have nothing to do with and we don't know any of the information, but we will sure tell somebody what we think, don't we? <laughs> and it's almost often about somebody else, isn't it? And that is how people get reputations positively and that's how they get reputations negatively. It wasn't from what they said, it's from what, how we talked about it. I mean, if that's not convicting, holy cow. You guys, almost all of you have probably been the victim of that, have you not? Yes? <laughs> yep. So talk to me, uh, just any other thoughts that you have as you're kind of processing through, right, what, um, about this. Because I, I want you, how I want you to receive this is, is that like, like when I was reading this, like, you know what, like this, this it convicts the crap of me, but I didn't know. Like we don't talk about this. We do not give instruction about how to think and engage with people. And so I want you to receive this, hopefully out of ignorance, so that as you start thinking about 
this, right? That you can say, okay, I want to not be ignorant any longer, but I want to begin to have some skill of when to be silent, Chris, right? Or to be aware of my motivations. So, uh, thoughts from you guys as we close here. Particularly about this one. Oh, I know you have lots of thoughts. <laughs> Oh, we do. You know, we enjoy that power. Mm-hmm. We like to think we have power over somebody's reputation. Yep. Uh, and I think that, again, stemming from the heart, the only way to fix that is to change, like the Bible whisper, change our hearts. Yeah. To love, love others and love ourselves. Yeah. Amen. If there's any practical ways that we can love others that are not around us, it's this. Like immediately. Stop talking about other people. <laughs> And then figure out what else there is to say. Because we're like, man, that would cut out most of the content, <laughs> you know, of, of some of my conversations. And so we're like, we're going to have to get more interesting, guys. I mean, if we, if we, uh, if we hold to this, like, we're going we're gonna to have to get some more content. Um, yeah, thanks, Renee. All right, so let's, let's end with this. So I want, you to, I want you to talk with your neighbor, just your buddy there, about these three verses. And so and then I'll, um, I'll let you go maybe... You know, three, four minutes, and then I'll close this in prayer. All right, let me, uh, in, in kind of a positive note, myself, um, uh, Kitty and uh, Clayton were um, sitting down Friday and uh, discussing the person that's very dear to us. And um, in that conversation, uh, there could have been a lot other things said than what we said. And, um, and I just remember back thinking, about how encouraging, like I think that the person, had they been sitting there, we basically were kind of debriefing because uh, Clayton was able to just spend some time with somebody. Um, and, um, and I thought that, and I really was thinking about that at the end of that, because that's kind of how I judge conversations as I've been thinking through this. You know, would they have been proud of what was said about them? I think they would have, right? They were speaking very encouragingly and very um, specifically about just all the good that we see in this person. And they have tons of good. Um, and so, but, but it could easily, there could have been other things that we could have said or could have divulged into all, a, a whole different conversation. And so I just wanted um, just to, re- to remember that we can do this well, right? Like that we can, we can have conversations about other people that are uh, informative, that are encouraging, and that are keeping uh, their heart and their reputation intact. And so I just wanted to remind you guys, I thought we actually did that pretty well the other day. <laughs> Um, And so I'll just give a good example um, of that.